What's up, everyone? Welcome back to NFL Only here on Spark Talk. And today we're going to go over a little bit later than usual week 13 recap. And without further ado, Wyatt, get us started on that news. All right, so the first bit of news we got is Emmanuel Sanders, mm-hmm. uh, maybe an hour ago or two, hour or two, maybe. Is it two hours or an hour ago? A couple hours ago. Yeah, so. uh, he supposedly tore his ACL, or is it, it's confirmed, right? Or is it confirmed? Achilles. Achilles. He tore his Achilles. Achilles, my bad. Achilles, yeah. Uh, was helped off the field. It's a huge blow for Denver, especially if they're trying to make a playoff push. And they have a chance to make the playoffs. Yeah. Like, you know, Denver do. could fall. The Colts did not look hot at all this weekend. Yeah. Dolphins are wildly inconsistent. I mean, they had a real shot. That It's a, it's a big blow. Yeah, and uh, Baltimore, if Baltimore falls out or Pitt falls out, because Pitt has a tough slate of games coming up. Yeah, very true. Uh, yeah, so it's a big blow for them. Uh, Cortland Sutton has to step up now. They traded Demarius Thomas away. So Cortland Sutton's now the number one receiver. Mm-hmm. And uh, even though I like him a lot, he was my second, I think second or third wide receiver coming into the draft uh, mm-hmm. this year. And he's pro- he's proven that he can le- he can be a legit uh, game changer. Yeah. Uh, if they get a better quarterback, obviously, but the defense has to carry him now. It really mm-hmm. does. Uh, yes, they have a dominant running attack with Royce Freeman and uh, Phil Lindsay, but when your quarterback's just average, mm-hmm. and you're down to backup receivers, receivers and your rook- and a rookie receiver is your number one receiver at the moment. Yeah. The offense is going to be hindered a little bit, so. Uh, yeah. I want to see how Denver kind of plays this a little bit the rest of the season. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, a few other guys, yeah. I guess they got hurt. A.J. Green out for the year with a toe injury. He had yeah. surgery. Big for him. He's going to a contract year next year. He's 30 years old. Granted, receivers can play a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, but big blow. Colt McCoy out for the season. Yeah. Broke his fibula. So he just gets injured. All, when he has um, his chance, he always gets injured, man. You know, feel bad for him. Can't catch a break yeah. <laughs> with getting injured, so he's out. And, uh... Mark Sanchez uh, recovered a fumble with his butt now, so he's redeemed himself. Yeah, Mark Sanchez. But yeah. I mean, you know, those are some major injuries that have happened. Yeah, um, they have come, you know, come to my mind just for the sec- a second ago. But mm-hmm. yeah, it is a big, it is a big loss for the Denver Broncos with Emmanuel yeah. Sanders. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if Cortland Sutton can really step up and to be that number one receiver. Or in case Keenum can play like he did last year. Yeah, I mean, uh, we'll see. Yeah. Phil Lindsay's a big help though. Yeah, so. he really is. Uh, so we're going to the next bit of news, which is Mike McCarthy got fired right after the game Sunday. <laughs> Crazy. And then uh, earlier today, they fired uh, their assistant, right? The assistant head coach Moss, Coach Moss. I forgot his first name. Uh, for I think what was it? He was criticizing Aaron Rodgers. It was a tweet criticizing the organization and Aaron Rodgers, basically yeah. saying, "Champion, it's not about individual." Like having the best quarterback or whatever on the field, it's about individual leadership. And he said he referenced number twelve as to reference Aaron Rodgers, referenced the coaching staff as a whole, and saying that like they just don't have leaders on the team that are willing to step up um, and lead these and lead these men into a winning uh, mindset. Pretty much is what he said, and they fired him for it. Granted, yeah. Joe Philbin, the guy who is replaced or the is the interim coach right yeah. now for. Uh, for Mike McCarthy said that it's not that wasn't the only thing that got him fired. Mm-hmm. So maybe there's a there's more stuff that happened or he said um they were finally just and that was like the you know the breaking point for him but regardless I think it's true like you do need leadership and the Packers have lacked it. Um I think Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback I've ever seen as as a talent. But the, there are questions with him. 
He has leadership issues. He has personal issues dealing with people. He's not the greatest guy to be around. He's not easy to coach. He's not easy to be around as a human being. So, I mean, even his own brother doesn't like being around him. Yeah, they haven't haven't talked in a couple years. So it's like if his own brother can't be around him, you know, I know certain things are different there, but – but uh, shaking your leg, hitting the table. <laughs> but you know, he's got issues, and it's yeah. not just Mike McCarthy's fault. But a big part is Mike McCarthy. He's not a great coach. Yeah, I don't think he's that. I mean, he's a good coach. All right, he's been there for thirteen years. Jeez, that's that's a he's long there time. Far was there? Yeah, it's a long time. I mean, he's and he was always a good, <laughs> steadfast coach. Like, hey, you need a winning season. He'll be he'll be there. Get you at least from 8 to 11 wins, maybe more if you guys are on a roll that year. They won one Super Bowl together. At, things run their course, though, dude. Andy Reid, he ran as – Andy Reid is a far better coach than Mike McCarthy, but things ran their course in Philly. Yeah. He's had a resurgence um, and, and helped uh, Kansas City become one of the uh, best teams in football. We've seen it with Cincinnati with Marvin Lewis. It's run its course. Needs yes, to he's change. A, he's a good coach. Yeah. But when you can't win a playoff game, you, you got to move on at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, just it, everything eventually runs its course, and you just need to change the scenery. You need a change of, you need a change of culture at some at sometimes. Yeah, and uh, that's what the Packers need. <laughs> they need uh, a big change of culture. Will they will they trade Aaron Rodgers eventually or let him go? I think maybe in a year or two, maybe. But uh, at this point, uh, I don't know. Their organization's on a slide for some reason. Yeah, and uh, it's crazy that they were on the pinnacle of being in the Super Bowl. Was it three years ago? They lost. Uh, let Seattle come back and win that game. Uh, oh yeah. And then two years ago, they were uh, almost right, four. Four years, yeah, almost four. And then two years ago against Atlanta, mm-hmm. obviously you get everybody has a chance to win the NFC championship. They end up getting blown out, but they were in the NFC championship, and then they haven't made the playoffs the last two years. I know Aaron Rodgers got hurt last year, but this year is. I don't know. It's uh, they still got everybody there. Nope, they haven't had the injuries pile up like they've had in past years. Yeah, and that that crazy amount. Yeah, I mean, uh, Devontae Adams playing the best of his career. Aaron Rodgers is at eighty percent, which is still a really good quarterback. Yeah, I mean, and yeah. you know, Aaron Rodgers is at fault too. As yeah. much as I think he's the best quarterback I've ever seen as a talent, he's at, he's at fault too. I mean, this is not just Mike McCarthy or it's not just yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Everybody's at fault. That's what separates him from Tom Brady. Yeah, and look, yeah. Tom Brady and Bill Belichick have had their issues. Yeah, but what are they right now? Nine and three, mm-hmm. looking looking to pretty much shock everybody. Which I don't know why they'll probably go to the Super Bowl. They'll it's probably like win it and then go out. I, th- I think this might be the. I will get to it, but I, I think it's yeah, the last year. But yeah, but you know, comparing it to them, yeah, they you know, yeah, they might yeah. not like each other. They've been together for almost twenty years. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like. They have a working relationship. They know what they need to do, and they work together to win, to get the job done. Aaron Rodgers is not willing to do that. I mean, you even heard stories of Aaron Rodgers from Greg Jennings talking about how um, he'd, they'd be in meetings, and he would t- say to Mike McCarthy, oh, yeah, is that why you didn't draft me um, number one overall? Because Mike McCarthy was a part of the 49ers um, coaching staff. He was the OC when Alex Smith was drafted at number one, and then Aaron Rodgers took one of the biggest slides you know, for a quarterback of his caliber um, in the draft and slid down to 24 to the Packers. And so, you know, he would, he would make mar- remarks like that during meetings, and there's no way you can have a good working relationship with that. Then, of course, they fire his best, you know, his the, the coach he likes the most, his QB coach. They fired him because he was too close to him. 
It's just there's just way too much dysfunction right now for me to say like you're yeah, gonna see a winning. The stories about him every time they get a Mike McCarthy get a play in, he would change the plays the line of scrimmage. I, mean, I, I don't blame him there. But um, then again, but who but who's making the play decisions there? Because oh yeah, true. Uh, maybe Mike McCarthy sees something and is like, hey, I want the uh, I want this play done, and maybe it it could have worked, but. Aaron Rodgers is going to switch it up because of his ego. I think it's his ego. Tom Brady, yes, Tom Brady has an ego, but his but he lets other people shine a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's let James White shine. He's let uh, he let Randy Moss have a resurgence in two thousand seven. Mm-hmm. It kind of overshadowed what Tom Brady did. Yes, he won MVP that year, but Randy Moss is kind of the talk of the league there. Uh, Aaron Rodgers has to be the vocal point of every single thing the Packers do. He doesn't let anybody else take the credit for it. He had he wants to do it on his own, and his ego is so overpowering that it does that you have seasons like this. Where you're just like, what's happening? Mm-hmm. It's gonna be interesting to see yeah. who they bring in as a coach. Right now, I'd have to really sit down and think about it. Yeah. Um, I know things like Josh McDaniels and people. John DeFlipio. John DeFlipio. I don't. the same offense as Mark McCarthy, basically. So. So yeah, there's certain things I don't know. Like it's gonna be very interesting to see mm-hmm. who is actually going to be willing, not even just be ready for the job, but be willing to step in, yeah. knowing all right. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers may be one the greatest quarterback talent of all time, but how do I deal with his personality? Because if there ain't, you ain't gelling with the head coach, you ain't gelling with calling the plays and on the field, leadership is dysfunctional. You might get you're gonna get another yeah. season like this. Yeah. So we're going to our next bit, which is uh, was, uh Kevin Benjamin got released and uh, Andre Holmes did too. So they're just they were like uh, we're not pro- you're, y'all two are not producing, so we're just gonna cut you. In 18 games. Kevin Benjamin, after the uh, Bills gave up a third and a seventh round pick, he only accumulated 571 yards. Um, I think he had a couple injuries in, in between there. If yeah, I, if but, I'm not mistaken, but yeah, he just hasn't produced. Like his biggest game was that snow game last year against the, against the in, yeah, I was about to say against yeah. the Colts, where all Nathan Peterman did was just throw it jump off. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, and it just. He's he's a tight end and a wide receiver's body at this point is what he is. Yeah. Uh, they if he wants to have a career still in the NFL, he has to move the tight end. That's just my opinion. I, he's too slow. His routes are terrible now. I just don't think he's good enough to play. He had a lot of potential coming out of college. I mean, he was me, in shape too. He was in shape. He looked good. He looked the part of a number one. Yeah. Big receiver. And then he got hurt and he gained weight and he stopped caring. He didn't put the work in. Mm-hmm. You ain't gonna. You're not gonna find yourself in the league very long. Eddie Lacy. Not you know. I don't know. You know what his circumstances were as to why he got so big, but I mean he gained a lot of weight. Packers cut him. He was a rookie of the year. He was a one of the best running backs in the league for a couple seasons. I mean he nobody could tackle him. He was yeah. a huge part of the Packers' success when he was there, and they cut him because he got too big. And then he went to the Seahawks and he barely played that whole season he was a healthy scratch a lot mm-hmm. you gotta you gotta maintain your weight regardless of your position even if you're old lineman you can't go out there weighing 450 pounds yeah you've got to be in shape you've got to be willing to put the work in and get better um and look looking the way he did as a wide receiver man that you just can't do that when you're, when you you're looking like a third string tight end just he looks sloppy he looked. He looked. I don't yeah. even. I don't even know what to describe him. I mean, he looked. He looked fat as well. Yes, he that's. He ba- I mean, fat. he didn't even look like a tight end because. Yeah, because 
We just but we'll, we watched that highlight yesterday of uh, him catching that touchdown pass against Auburn, the national championship. He looked good. He looked really good. He was in shape. He was lean. And then you kind of see him, you look at him now, and you're just like, where did it all go? Yeah. Uh, just, <laughs> uh, so obviously, he didn't put the work in when he tore his ACL that year. No, uh, oh, probably no, definitely not. I mean, he got up to like two eighty or whatever it was, yeah. or there were there were reports of him being that big, which is ridiculous. Yeah, I know some receivers have been up to like two thirty, two forty sometimes. Two eighty, but two eighty—that's bigger than most tight ends in the league, or ninety like percent yeah. of them. Yeah, that's like a defensive lineman, defensive yeah. end. I mean, come on, man. It's it's not, it doesn't shock me that he's gone from Buffalo. Um, I'm sure he'll get another chance. He was a first round talent. He has the skills, the the size to do something. I think the Colts could be an option. I don't know. Uh, because the Colts need a big target like that. I don't know if they're going to mm-hmm. sign him, but it's so for teams that that have smaller wide receivers that do need a 6'4", 200. Colts won't sign him, though, because of Ballard's yeah. philosophy of bringing in free agents. His whole, He's I don't like team. paying free agents. You know, I like paying my own guys. So, hey, I don't think, yeah. I don't see that happening with the Colts, but I'm sure he will get signed. I mean, he's... Like I said, first round picks get a lot of chances. Um, Maybe the Redskins get him. I don't know. Yeah. Hey, I mean they need receivers. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, and they were they were, they took a chance on Reuben Foster. Yeah, so so we'll see what happens. Yeah. So uh, next bit of news is a AFC source. Kind of, uh, he said that Kareem Hunt will be back, but not from his team. He didn't say it from his team, but he said it in a way that says. I like kind of I'm disgusted with the league, and that's why he'll be back because we can't help ourselves as a league. Mm-hmm. So he'll so he, that's why he's saying he'll be back because we tend to do stuff like this. We can't say set we can't put set in stone. This is wrong, and we're going to make something out of your scapegoat. You in a sense, like we're not gonna sign you back. Yes, Ray Rice was the scapegoat, but. Yeah, there, like there has to be something done about it, and there's usually nothing done. Yeah. Uh, Ruben Foss just had a couple of them. He's been suspended for like a total of like four games or something. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I mean, and then you get yeah. guys like Josh Gordon uh, getting suspended for an entire year because of weed, which is legal in a lot of states. Weed, mm-hmm. which you know is not as bad as alcohol or smoking cigarettes. Weed. He was suspended for an entire year for that. But guys that are beating women. <clears throat> yes, they get may, maybe six games. We'll give you six games. Yeah, but you can still play more than half the season. Yeah, like uh, Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, it's look. Yeah. I'm not saying guys should be banned from the league. I heard a good point earlier from Shannon Sharp of, well, if guys from the NFL are going to be banned from this profession, yeah. then doctors should be banned, or a teacher should be banned, or okay, like I, I, I that actually makes a lot of sense to me. You're not going to ban a doctor from being a doctor if he has a domestic domestic violence. Yeah, he probably he might be in jail. He might get in trouble. He may lose his... I mean, who knows what happens, right? But maybe we shouldn't ban them, in a sense. But there needs to be a lot more um, repercussions maybe for... Maybe suspended for a year. So, yeah. Yeah, instead of yeah. Uh, suspending somebody for weed for an, a season, how about you suspend somebody for um, beating a woman? Yeah, that some team would be very te- not tempted to sign him. Yeah. Uh, they'd be having taken a really big risk to sign him. Yeah, and or yeah. you know, put him through a lot of different things like Joe Mixon. Like Joe Mixon had to talk to uh, mm-hmm. women that were abused. Okay, have have guys that abuse women 
you need to go talk to these women because you yeah. need to understand what you just did. Not yeah. you didn't just hit somebody. And I know there were certain circumstances that are coming out of what maybe this woman was saying and doing to Kareem Hunt. You know, there's different conflicting stories. Regardless of what the story is, you shouldn't hit a woman, yeah. right? That's the bottom line. You shouldn't. But at the same time, you there needs to be a repercussion. Because sitting out six games, but you're still getting paid, and the team's going to sign you, it's not going to do anything. Yeah. It's not going to teach you anything. You sit out in a season, or you have mandatory community service, some type of, like, you have to go talk to women that have been abused. You need to understand what you just did. Regardless of what the situation is, there needs to be some type of repercussion. I wouldn't say a ban... Um, because Shannon Sharp did bring that was that is a good point. I I mean I do agree with him there, but there needs to be some more severity to what these guys are doing. Yeah, I know it's just because we've seen in the past NFL just messes up. Yeah, well this up bad. Well, if Kareem Hunt is a third string running back, he gets in trouble. You think he's getting another chance? No. And I get talent has a big factor on how many chances guys get. And even, yeah, especially if you're a first-round pick. Like, Jameis Winston's going to get chance after chance after chance after chance for a while. I mean, he's going to be in the league for a minute. Guys like Kareem Hunt, he's a third-round pick, but he became a superstar. Mm-hmm. He's going to get chance after chance after chance after chance, right? Ruben Foster is the same way. These guys get these chances. Ray Rice, he was a good back. He wasn't anything special. He was a he was a very good back. Um, he was he on the got, tail end of his career, too. He was at the, yeah, at the tail end of his career, got in trouble, Everybody said, yeah, we're not going to take that chance anymore. It's not, it's not, yeah. you're not good enough for us to take that risk. Mm-hmm. So I, I understand what these teams, you know, what they do. And I, and I get what he's saying, this mm-hmm. scout. Um, I'm not saying he should be banned from the league, but. There has to be something done about it. There has to be. This, it's, there's no way around it. Uh, you're a role model for not just like just in general kids, but kids that come up and don't get those scholarships barely get uh, noticed at all and then make it to the league and then become something out of themselves and then end up becoming that role model. Yeah. He's a, he's a role model to all those kids that don't get those opportunities. Mm-hmm. And he's had domestic, not domestic, he's had violence issues in the past. Yeah. They brought it up. Uh, he hit a man in a bar, uh, I think before his rookie season or during it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he also got suspended for half the year at in his junior year at Toledo. For uh, I think a violence issue as well, so he he'll probably get he'll probably have to go to anger management. It's probably in the same type of situation I feel like with uh, Josh Gordon, where they're gonna put him through like these management stuff. And that's and, fine. Yeah, it's fine. I don't I don't bother me, but he has to be suspended for a good amount of time too. Yeah, like there there needs to be uh, something of these men need to be put through some type of. Course rehab something to where yeah. they are on the other end. They're becoming better men and better people and better yeah. role models afterwards. Mm-hmm. They can still get a chance. They can still play. Maybe you, they can still play, but they have to do this, this, and this. Like there needs to be something more serious because when you're just getting a suspension, but you still get paid, or yeah. you still get an opportunity to be the number one back on a team after a few games. I mean, yeah, kind of like what's the? I mean, you're not really getting in trouble that much. It's not like. We're just going to have you sit at home and train and just wait. Somebody's yeah. gonna, somebody will sign you because you're young, so it's really not that big of a punishment. So uh, I just think there needs to be more serious like ramifications for yeah. these actions. Um, so these so these guys, like Joe Mixon, I have not heard of a, a bad thing about him since he's been in the league. Yeah. 
He had to go through a lot of stuff when he was an he was incoming a, what, freshman what, what, at Oklahoma. Yeah, he was like 18. 18 years old. Yeah. Why did um, a girl's jaw shut, right? Probably on video, obviously, I would say it looks a lot worse than what Kareem Hunt did. But he went. He had to go through a lot of stuff. He was out of football for an entire season. He had to do a lot of community service type of stuff. And I think he's been, he was a better guy afterwards. He grew a lot as a man. I think the same thing needs to be done for these NFL players. Yeah. If we're willing to put, you know, if we're willing to help these guys with weed or alcohol or whatever, like we are with Josh Gordon, there needs to be some type of, you know, thing to help these guys with violent acts, to help yeah. them control their anger, to help them see yeah. what they're doing um, is not what they should be doing. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you want to get into the games? Yeah. All cool right. So, uh, first been uh, for, uh, the first been news. Uh, the first game of the week is uh, New Orleans at Dallas. Interesting. Uh, I heard that was Elliot Harrison. He's one of those power rankings in the NFL. Mm-hmm. He said Dallas has the best defense in the league. Uh, I wouldn't say that, uh, but they're definitely top five. And I think me and you've been saying it too. They've been top ten all year. Yeah, for this, sure. This is, this pushes them in the top five. Uh, they're dangerous. They're, they're definitely dangerous. <laughs> they can hold their own against the best offenses in the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, the like, offense, though, man. It, my New thing, Orleans still had a chance to win the game at the end of the game <laughs> yeah. because the offense couldn't put it away. Yeah. Um, Dak Prescott is starting to become a real issue for that Cowboys team. Yeah. You've got Demarcus Lawrence. Leighton Vander Esch has come on as an insanely good rookie. Jalen Smith oh, really coming into his own. I mean, yeah. that, that linebacker tandem is ridiculous. And especially if Sean Lee gets healthy if they don't cut him at all. If he comes back, then you got your three guys right yeah. there. you got Byron Jones back there, a corner, who is – Starting to establish himself as one of the better corners in the oh, entire NFL. Is that Wuzier? Wuzier, like really him good a safety. Lot. Uh, Demarcus Lawrence. Yeah. Oh, like, oh man, Randy dude. Gregory, who's come off of uh, was it weed? Yeah, yeah come he, off he, of he, some he went stuff through like stuff it. with weed, and he's come out and done nothing. It, no news at all of him, except that he's just making plays for the. Uh, what about they got? What was a guy named Cam? Was it Cam Irvin? Or is it Cameron? Nate Irvin? I don't know. Irving, Irving. Some, I think it's Nate Irving. Cam Irving's the guard or something. Well, something Irving yeah. for the Cowboys. I mean, he's a really good uh, pass rusher as well. Yeah. They got a super solid defense. I mean, of course, you've got Zeke. Of course, you've got Michael Gallup coming on. You've got Amari Cooper coming on. You've got Cole Beasley, a nice slot receiver. So you've got weapons on offense. Dak Prescott is going to kill their Super Bowl chances. Yeah. Um, yeah. Look, I like Dak as a person. I think he's a great leader. I think he's a guy that can make plays. Uh, when- but he was putting the ball on the ground. Fumble, fumble. Like, making bad plays he, here he, and there. Uh, Overthrows. We're, we're going to have a debate about like, who had the worst game this week. Chase Daniels or Dak Prescott. And they're very similar. Yeah. They are very similar. It's sad because Chase Daniels is a backup quarterback. He's only had a handful of starts his whole career. While Dak's main starter for three years. And they play, and they play similar. Mm-hmm. In a sense, yes, Dak's a little bit more mobile. But very inaccurate issues. Fumble issues, and they're both short, so their passes get tipped a lot. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. Dak, like you said, Dak is going to hinder their chances of making the Super Bowl. They should be a Super Bowl team. They yeah. should be a one seed. They should be a two seed. They've got the team. Oh man. my gosh, man. when you when you hold Drew Brees, Sean Payton, and that offense with those weapons to ten points. Yeah. Yeah, I know they still had a chance to win because of the offense, but when you hold them to that, mm-hmm. you should be a Super Bowl contender because yeah. the Saints. Were the Super Bowl favorites? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure that is, you know Vegas changes constantly, but and I'm sure they're not the favorites anymore. But I mean, they're still a favorite to win the Super yeah. Bowl. 
And when you can do that to Drew Brees, um, you know, part of why I don't think he should be the MVP is because mm-hmm. when he needs to make off-platform plays and throws, he's not necessarily the best at it. Well, I and, love Drew and Brees. he's older, too. Yeah, yeah he he's older. He can't do it anymore. Like, he used to could do it, and now he can't. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, like, and he's still having a phenomenal season, yeah. but, you know, these – It's the, the Cowboys, man. Like, yeah. We can't well, – well, we'll go back to MVP real quick. Oh. We can't make it like the NBA MVP. We're just – Oh, who's the most popular yeah. person? Yeah, who is the most valuable player and that's on what, the team? That's what's been good about the NFL awards because they actually give it to people who deserve it. Yeah, uh, like the Adrian Peterson, uh, Peyton Manning year when the both of them came back, it was one was going to win comeback player, one was going to win MVP. Uh, they gave it to Adrian Peterson because look what they did without Adrian Peterson that year. Yep. Uh, what ten and six yeah. playoff berth, two thousand yards rushing? Yeah. yeah, and he was the most valuable player. Without yeah. him, they were they were a sub five hundred team. Yeah, and you know you see guys like Tom Brady last year. Tom Brady is balling, dude. Mm-hmm. He had a, one of the best seasons in the, you know NFL history, considering his age and everything. Yeah, um, Pat Mahomes should be the MVP. I mean, Andrew Luck has a chance to be MVP uh, as I long think as Andrew they Luck's can. Number two at the as moment. long as they can push. I mean. You know, minus with this past weekend, but say as long as they can push, uh, Deshaun Watson has a chance. The Texans yeah. are on a roll. I mean, Drew Brees has a chance. He's all guys do, but it. I agree with you. It shouldn't be this popularity contest of oh, he was on the cover of Two K or he's the hottest player right now mm-hmm. or he's the guy that's the most popular. Let's get him the MVP because it makes our league look better. That's kind of what that's what it seems like. Because if you want to break it down, the MVP of the of the league should be. It should be LeBron, or it should be KD, or it should be Steph, or it should yeah. be Kawhi. Yeah. Like it should be the same people every single season. Or maybe Anthony Davis. Maybe. Anthony Davis is the most valuable on this team, and it's the only reason that the Pelicans are somewhere. But we'll, yeah, we'll be on topic. We'll yeah, be. maybe. But like, yeah. you know, it, you you get that pattern of like people. It's the popularity contest in the NBA. So hopefully in the NFL this year they don't say like, oh well, he's never had an MVP, or he's you know Drew Brees is just looking so good. It's like. I get he's having maybe one of the best seasons of his career. But, but he's never been a top two quarterback in the league. Never, Not even, I wouldn't say, well, yeah, maybe top three. But, yeah, definitely not a top two. Yeah, it's always been Peyton or Tom. Yeah, Peyton, Tom, Aaron. Yeah. You know, those type of guys. So, um, Yes, he's a, he's one of the greatest of all time, like, in quarterback conversation. But he's just, he's never been the top, like you said, uh, like, I, like you said, top three. Like, Aaron, Peyton, Favre, uh, Brady. Mm-hmm. He's always he's always been behind those those guys. Yeah, and Elway, yeah. Marino. I mean, yeah, there's, there's, you know, there's a lot of guys I would say put ahead of Drew Brees, but it's not disrespect. He's the first ballot Hall of yeah. Famer, but you know, it's when you're facing like granted the Cowboys defense, like we just mm. said, I think they've thrust themselves into like a top five conversation yeah. of we're dominant. We could really win some playoff. Very games. similar to Jacksonville. Yeah, uh, Col- yeah. Uh, Colts have a lot of injury issues. Uh, Titans. It's uh, the Phillies kind of like the Titans last year, trying to work their way with the young quarterback. Had some injury issues early on. Uh, had some staff issues as well with everybody leaving. Uh, Mike uh, Malarkey. Nobody really was that his name right. Yeah. Uh, nobody really wanted him as the head coach at Tennessee. Mm. Uh, the Giants are kind of like the Colts in the instance. Uh, Houston is kind of like uh, Washington. Injuries killed them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're very similar to the, a- the to the AFC South that the whole division is. Yeah, and, uh, I mean the Cowboys can make some noise. Like yeah. if they can keep these teams to less than twenty points, I mean they've got a chance. Yeah. 
Um, and they're they're a dangerous and team. They can they can put up points when they run the football, like Jacksonville did last year. If they can get off some stuff off of play action, and Dak's better than Blake, yeah. so they've got a better at least a better security blanket there. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're not done yet, but at the same time, it does concern me. Like, look, you ha- you should have beat them by, you should have blown them out. Like you should have blown the best team of football that out. The, that was the worst game Drew Brees has ever played in this. It was awful. Yeah, yeah it was. It terrible. was and then he threw a pick late, and it's just like they were. And they that, still had a chance to win. After yeah. that? Oh man, and they still had a chance, and that's that's the question: is as good as the Cowboys look as a team right now, mm-hmm. is that going to be the reason they lose in a wild card or they lose in the divisional round? Yeah, at home when they too. when they easily could make it to the Super Bowl because they have that much talent, or they miss on the playoffs because they lose to Philly this upcoming week. Yeah. So it yeah it's it's. It's hard to win Super Bowl with the bad quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've seen it before. We've seen Trenton Dilford. Uh, Jim McMahon wasn't the best quarterback. You know he's beloved. Uh, he wasn't the best quarterback in the league. Uh, it's just defense doesn't always win. Uh, defense wins championships, mm-hmm. but you need a quarterback to get you there. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, they, they don't have it. Yeah. All right, so we'll go to uh, Andy at Jacksonville. And uh, like you predicted, Andy never plays – Boy, it's not a prediction. They just never played good in Jacksonville, and you predicted Jacksonville to win. Yeah. I thought Indy could overcome the bad play at Jacksonville the past couple of years, and they just uh, they can for some reason. Even when Peyton Manning was there, they were just never great at Jacksonville. They would win here and there. Um, but, I don't know, Jacksonville always just seemed to play better in Florida. Colts, you know, as of late, they got on their win streak, a lot of it. I think, what, four of their five games were at home. Mm-hmm. Um, so playing in that dome helps a crap ton. You know, it's not the weather's not messing you up, this and that, whatever yeah. the case is. And so, I don't know. It's just it was it was definitely just as a fan, it's disappointing. But like watching it, you're like, Colts offense is better than this. They just, yeah. I give a lot of credit to the Jaguars defense mm-hmm. um, because Cody Kessler was playing like dog crap against the Colts defense. Like they've got guys that will be really good. They've got a guy that's already really good in Darius Leonard. But their secondary has issues, and he could not take advantage. Even Blake yeah. Bortles was chewing our defense last time. Cody Kessler still couldn't, couldn't get anything going. I, yeah. I get Leonard Fournette was back last time, and he wasn't here this game. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, the Colts' defense was outstanding um, on Sunday, and their offense was terrible. Yeah, um, it, was, it was. Missing throws. Andrew Luck wasn't making the best options. Uh, Frank Wright was being almost too aggressive. Like, dude. Like, you've went for it on fourth down how many times? I, I love people going for it on fourth down. But when you've got the points against that defense in Jacksonville, fighting for a playoff berth, get the points. Yeah, I know. Because it's Cody Kessler. It's not Tom Brady that's going to score 40 points on your – or Pat Mahomes. It's Cody Kessler. This is a game that's going to come down to a field goal or a touchdown because he's not going to score a lot of points. If they would have kicked the two field goals instead of going for it on fourth, they win the game on the last second because they would have kicked the last or second field goal. Or if they uh, kick a 40-yard field goal and start running a jet sweep with uh, Eric Ebron. Yeah. Uh, Same, went, yeah. Went 12-6. Yeah. That's all you have to do. Uh, kick the field goals, take Frank, the points. Frank Wright is playing like he's not in the playoff race. Yeah. That's what, it's what I'm playing. He's coaching like. That's the way he's coaching. It's like, what are you doing here? You're in the playoff hunt. Now you have to have Baltimore lose a couple games because I think uh, Indy's down in the conference to record. Indy's down to eighth because of tiebreakers and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, even though they beat Miami, Miami jumped them in the playoff hunt to seventh. Yeah, because right it's like outside. a three- or four-way tie. Mm-hmm. So. It's, uh, I mean, 
Colts are in a bad position because this this should have been a win. It should your been. your offense is the way their offense was playing. It was gonna there's you're gonna have a bad game. Yeah, against a Jacksonville defense that is still a top five defense in the league. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're gonna it's you're gonna have a game like that, and mm-hmm. you destroyed them last time. Do you think you were going to do the same thing in their own house? No. And Jalen Ramsey was on fire yeah. on Sunday. I mean, they had three sacks against a team that only gave up one sack in the past five games. Yeah. Five and games, they were pressure, one sack. They were getting pressure on them. Con- consistently. And I don't like putting Joe Haig in the, the yeah. first game. I think that didn't make any sense. No team puts a backup guard in As the game that, that much, though. You know, what is he doing? He was a starting right tackle at the beginning of the season. Joe Haig was. Got hurt. Went on IR. The midseason IR came back this week. And they put him in on a bunch of jumbo formations as a tight end. Like, for the love of God, why did you put him in as a jumbo no, formation no, no tight end? No team does that. No team has ever done that. If a lineman loses their spot, they lose their spot. I get the Colts were short on tight ends this yeah. week. But, dude, you found somebody else. Because Joe Haig is not a tight end. Yeah. Joe Haig had no business being out there off of all that injury. Um it just it was not a, it was not a good performance from the Colts the Jaguars. He it gives you close. hope to say like if they can get a quarterback, dude, they're gonna be a dangerous team if yeah. they can get one. I mean, Dwayne Haskins is there. You've got um, Justin Hubert if he comes out. You've got uh, what's his freaking name? Drew Locke if he comes. Uh, he's coming out. No, I, I'm, not Drew fan, Locke. I'm not a big fan of him. I'm just saying like yeah. you've got these quarterbacks uh, the in Duke, here. The Duke quarterback that everybody is loving at the moment. Yeah, they got yeah. Um, uh, Train under, uh, what is it? oh my gosh, is it Cun- Cun- Cunliffe? I don't know. Is, oh, are you talking about the co- head coach for Duke? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. I don't He's, know he trained, I mean, he was a college coach for Peyton yeah. Manning. He was a college coach for Eli Manning. So uh, that a lot of people look highly upon guys that come from him. And this guy's getting, like you said, I've seen him bump up draft boards recently. I'm like, I've never heard He's of him. fast. Uh, my, fr- my thing about him, though, well, let's get into it a little bit, uh, is that he runs a little bit too much. Yep. He's too much. He's too much of a running quarterback threat than he is passing, mm-hmm. and that's what I've been hearing. Is like his pa- uh, not that he's inaccurate, but he runs a little bit too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I I, I wouldn't I haven't seen him play that much because I don't because we never Duke Duke is hardly on TV, yeah football. So I want to see what he does in the senior bowl and stuff and see how he does because that that's what we'll see where he's at. And stuff. But I mean, but like the Jaguars, yeah. I mean they prove like the Colts were one of the best offenses in the entire football league. Yeah. And they were starting to play good competition and beat them. Titans were on a on one of the best defenses in the league. They were they torched them. They torched the Jaguars. Um, they faced another tough task in Houston next week. They had a chance to do that again this week, and Jacksonville said no. Like we are this good, you're gonna have to beat us another way. And Frank Wright got too aggressive. Um, if you're a Jaguars fan, y'all get a quarterback. Y'all gonna be y'all gonna be right back up there. Yeah, definitely. That's that's literally all you guys are missing. Yeah. All right, so we'll go to Baltimore at Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Uh, weird game. Uh, Atlanta was leading for a little bit of it for like until halftime, I think, and then uh, Baltimore took the lead and then never gave it back. Uh, Lamar got injured during the game, and then yeah. RG three came in. <laughs> uh, yeah, a lot of stuff happened in that game, so it was uh, it was a crazy game, but it was uh, it was probably it was probably fun. We didn't get it, but it was probably fun to watch. Uh, Lamar is fun to watch. Yeah, he is fun to watch, and and they're winning. Yeah, they're three and zero with him as the starter. They've climbed their way back. They were four and five, um, looking pretty much so like uh, the Ravens are probably done this year. Lamar has got him to um, seven and five, mm-hmm. six seed in the playoffs, 
and kind of taking a commanding lead over the other six and six teams that, you know, Broncos lost Emmanuel Sanders. Colts kind of went back to what we were expecting from the Colts. Dolphins are just inconsistent in general. I think they I think as long as they don't screw it up themselves, they've got they're going to make the playoffs. All they have to do um they got they play the Chiefs next week. That'd be in, hard. In, in in Arrowhead. That'd be hard. Uh, That'd be hard. And then Pitt faces Oakland next week. And then the in the two weeks Pitt faces uh New England. Mm. So if they can get an upset here, they're looking they're looking really good. But I mean Lamar, yeah. like you said, Lamar's fun to watch and he's yeah. not doing bad. Like he's actually playing good. Doing what they're asking him to do, he's playing within the offense. Mm-hmm. They're getting him better week to week. He makes throws that give you confidence to say he's he's going to be a star quarterback in this league. I mean, he can make he can make the throws you need him to make. Yeah, he's inaccurate. He's inconsistent. That's going to get better at times um, with time. But his legs, dude, uh, what he's been able to do with his legs, like that one touchdown he had, mm-hmm. uh, run to the corner of the end zone, yeah, like juking everybody. Like he's a special talent. And he is going to just keep getting better as a passer. Oh my gosh, dude! And he's already off to a three and zero start. Yeah, that's uh... yeah. I'm just spitting. But, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, and then Atlanta. Let's go to the other side. Atlanta. Their injuries, man. Their injuries. Yeah, we say it every week, man. It's the offense can't carry you every week. Uh, it's... No, they can't. Yeah, yeah they really uh... can't. And their offense is actually having a really good year. I mean, Matt Ryan's playing yeah. great this season. Julio Jones is. You know, getting this touchdown bug out of the, you know out, and he's playing great this season. I mean, uh, Muhammad Sanu actually had his first incompletion the whole year, or his, his whole career. Really, his first drop? No, his first incompletion. Muhammad Sanu? Yeah. Oh, he threw a pass. Yeah, he threw a pass out. yeah, look, they're running. They had 15 carries for 34 yards. It's gonna kill you. Yeah, uh, and th- they also had 131 yards passing as well. They didn't get anything. No, they get uh, I mean, and that shows you the Ravens' defense, man. The Ravens' defense is still legit. They're not, you know, they had their little spud. They kind of sputtered for a little bit in the season when they when they got to a four and five record. But as of late, they're starting to look da- more dangerous and um, very scary as the season goes on. A team that you might not want to face in the playoffs because not only is their defense scary, of course, you've got Terrell Suggs, you've got um, what's his name, Judon, the big Matthew number ninety nine, yeah, yeah, Matthew Judon. CJ Mosley, you've got Eric Weddle, you've got um you've got a lot of you've got a bunch of guys on that defense that are capable of making plays wherever they are at. But then you factor that in with Lamar Jackson being able to make some plays with his feet and his arm, and then Gus Edwards coming in, dude's running very well for him. They're a scary team. Uh they're a very scary I'm not, I don't know if I I won't say Super Bowl contender because we've never seen a rookie go to the Super Bowl. But their team, I I could see winning a wild card, upsetting somebody. So, yeah, uh, yeah, I can see them too. It's uh, they're they're fun to watch, and, and I don't know, I just that's in my head. They're just fun to watch, and they know how to. Uh, John Harbaugh knows how to beat New England in New England. Yeah, he knows how to do it. Uh, and I think they can. He took a rookie quarterback to the AFC Championship before. Mm-hmm. When Joe Flacco was a rookie. Yeah, and. Uh, yeah, just they're really good. They're really good. The receivers need to get better. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Brown's the better, best receiver, and Michael Crabtree's good, but he drops a lot of passes. Mm-hmm. They uh, they get they get some receivers. They get some better receivers. They're gonna be a legit team for the next three or four years, mm-hmm. and it's, it's they're gonna be fun to watch. Uh, 
We'll go to Chicago at New York. And this was disappointing because it was on my birthday. But they always lose on my birthday, so. <laughs> uh, it was a fun game to watch. Yeah. They uh, they were down by 10, went down, kicked a field goal, down by 7, mm-hmm. got the onside kick. OBJ kind of like didn't die for it, like whatever. Mm-hmm. They Bears recover, go down the field and score. Um, Tariq Cohen had a heck of a game, man. Yeah, Dude is establishing himself as like a legit you know, top tier offensive weapon. I don't really want yeah. to call him a position, but as an offensive weapon, like he's established like, hey, I'm I'm Tyreek Hill, you know, I'm Tariq Cohen, like I'm I'm one of those type of guys. Yeah. Uh gosh, it, that onside kick, uh, Odell had a chance and yeah. he didn't attack the ball enough at it. Uh the Chase Daniels though. Yeah, it was. Oh my! And it, I, taking I, his eyes off the snap, fumbling like just shows how interceptions. Oh, oh I mean, there was a couple running lanes that Trubisky would have busted through and get He's, like thirty yards out of. Yeah, and uh, Chase Daniels got sacked and tripped up and stuff. Like it's uh, it shows how much the Bears need Trubisky, mm-hmm. and I don't care what you say about him as a quarterback, they need him. Uh, the he, he offers a threat. He offers a running threat, and he can, he's accurate at times. Mm-hmm. He's Like you said, Cam Newton. He has he misses some weird throws. Like, why did you miss that? But then again, he hits some crazy throws. He has throws. a rocket, dude. He can put it right in there where you need it. Yeah. Um, he's very good inside the hashes mm-hmm. as well. Uh, he needs to work on his uh, deep outside the hash game. But besides that, Trubisky's... Uh, a lot better. Trubisky at ninety percent is or seventy five percent is better than Chase Daniels at one hundred percent. But facing the Rams yeah. next or this coming week, it does give you a concern of like, okay, like, dude, you know, are they? Do I really need to start them? Like, we just beat the Lions. Yeah, I think we can survive at least one more game, even if we lose. Yeah. Um, Saquon had a heck of a game. He was playing good. And the defense, Odell. The, uh, yeah, the defense didn't play great yeah. either. I mean, even in overtime, they had a chance to stop them. Yeah, and the defense they couldn't. No, and. Odell had the best pass uh, any Giants player had this entire season. Yeah, he has the two longest <laughs> passes the whole year. Yeah. Um, yeah, so. A <laughs> uh, good one for the Giants, though. It shows that if they didn't choke, they would be in the playoff hunt. Yeah. yeah it's, it's crazy. If they didn't choke last week, they would be in the playoff hunt. And I still think they need a QB. Yeah. I still think they need to draft somebody because Eli's time is done. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not ending. It's Even not if coming he does, soon. It's done. does have one more year, they need a quarterback to go on under him and learn – not just football, but how to live in New York and how to deal with the people in New York mm-hmm. as well. And I think you draft a quarterback and he stays there another year, it'd be a good learning experience for that young quarterback over yeah. the draft. Yeah, for sure. All right, so we'll go to uh, Arizona at Green Bay. We'll touch up on it a little bit. Okay. Uh, this is kind of the game, I think, that kind yeah. of solidified Mike McCarthy being fired. It, I think if, it did. Uh, if they would have won and started getting on a winning streak – Mike McCarthy's there another year. It just is what it is. And, you know, Steve Wilkes, I think, is a very good coach. Uh, I think he has his guys in a good position um, for the future. I think the Cardinals are going to be a dangerous team in the future. I mean, they've got their quarterback. Mm-hmm. They've got offensive weapons. Brian Leftwich is calling good plays. Uh, yeah, they're they're a team that to, I'd say keep an eye out for for the next couple seasons to watch them grow and to get better. And the Packers are just disappointing. Really <laughs> they're just are. disappointing, man. It's a... Uh... Like, Clay Matthews is probably going to be gone next year. They need a lot of – they need an overhaul of a lot of stuff. Yeah, and no, it's it's weird because they outgained them. They did all this. It's weird how they lost the game. I'm just saying they had no turnovers. Mm-hmm. It's just weird. It's just they lost the game, 
<sighs> because it seems like they can't stop the run. Yeah. What it did. It, they couldn't stop David Johnson. They couldn't stop, uh, I think Edmonds is his name. Mm-hmm. Uh, they couldn't stop him. So, it's they can't stop the run. I and mean, you can't stop the run, you're going to lose the game. Even though Green Bay won time of possession. Hey, look, Cardinals' yeah. defense is pretty good. Yeah. Like, they're not like a, they're not somebody to push over. The, mm-hmm. They've got players. Chandler Jones, one of the best. In my, you know, I had him as, like, third pass rusher in the yeah. league. Um, he's having a great season. Pat Peterson, still maybe the best corner in the league, you could argue. Yeah. They, so they've got guys to play. They just need some. They need O-line. Mm-hmm. And they need better threats on offense. Because Larry's old, but he's still he's – Larry's still Larry, but he's old. Yeah, and if, if I'm the Cardinals, I look at drafting Jonah Williams from Alabama, Greg Little from Ole Miss. I look at one of those guys, protect your franchise QB. Second round. Maybe draft another old lineman. Maybe draft. Yeah, do, do what the Colts did. Go, go for Anthony Johnson, Buffalo wide receiver mid-round. I yeah. like him a lot. I think he's a really good route runner. He's a great – he has great hands. Mm-hmm. Uh they they can easily make up what they're losing in this draft right here. Mm-hmm. They could go lineman, lineman, Anthony Johnson. Yeah, it's what you they got. A, do. You get a big threat receiver. You get two guys that solidify your offensive line. Yeah, then you start building on the defensive side. And you've already Christian got a Kirk, solid defense. Christian Kirk's good. Yeah, he's good. And they could easily sign a couple pieces here. And you still got David Johnson mm-hmm. and Josh Rosen. He's shown enough to me this year to say like, dude, dude's got it. He's mm-hmm. going to be good. Yeah. You know, if he doesn't put up the numbers that people think just, quarterback should. but Just yet, yeah. Yeah, but he doesn't have the weapons, and he doesn't have the whole line. No. Yeah. And uh, it hurts hurts rookie quarterbacks when that happens. Oh, yeah, for, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> All right, so. Uh, you get hit so much. So we'll go to Minnesota at New England. Uh, Disappointing for Minnesota. <sighs> I expected this. This you, is what I expected. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, I, I think I picked Minnesota. You picked Minnesota to win. I picked but New England. I expected this. I, I expected New England to do this, but primetime, Kirk Cousins, whatever you want to call primetime, uh, it's not that he doesn't play good. It's just the team doesn't play good either. Mm-hmm. Minnesota just doesn't play good. Yeah. Uh, New England controlled this game throughout, and that's the reason they won. Bill, they got out coached too by Bill Belichick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they coached. Man, they just didn't. Uh, I don't know, man. They just didn't look good. Yeah, uh, and I, I'm, I don't know. Right now, it, it looks like they're probably gonna make the playoffs. Um, I don't but, know if they are or not. It, it depends. They because they still get the toughest schedule left in the league. So, who the uh, Minnesota? Minnesota. That uh, yeah, it's yeah. gonna be hard. It's not gonna be an easy stretch. Uh, but I still think that they'll still have a chance to slide into that sixth spot. Yeah. Especially some of these other teams keep losing the way they've done. Mm-hmm. Uh, and playing the way they've played. But, you know, you when you can't compete against a team like New England, New England's going to be a Super Bowl contender. They're going to be a team that's in that Super Bowl hunt. Yeah. If you can't compete with them, it's, I don't know, it just kind of looks like the Vikings had so much magic last year. They've kind of ridden that. And they're just, I don't know. Uh, defense hasn't lived up either. Defense hasn't lived up to the hype, and they've still got – Pretty much all the same players. Yeah. Um, you know, had a little bit of flurry, you know, flutter with Everson Griffin leaving for a little bit, but still they had guys playing. Daniel Hunters really come into a superstar kind of kind of uh, mold right now. Kirk Cousins has not played bad this year. Just, you know, it's it's just like, you know, they just like you said. I think he just they simply got out coached. Yeah. And I think you go down to the bolts and nuts of it. New England just looked like the more polished team, the team that knew what they were going to do. Yeah. And Minnesota just couldn't execute. And, you know, I'm sure that's the story of Kirk Cousins' career. Everybody's like, well, he can't get it done, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to put all the blame on him. 
uh, yeah, you're getting paid an insane amount of money for a mid-level quarterback, in my opinion. But he's still good. Yeah. He's still a guy that can get you wins. The team as a whole needs to play better, though. Yeah. Uh, and I think their offensive line's a big issue. Yeah, I think it is, too. I think it's hurting them a lot, too. Uh, I, it, Minnesota's on a downtrend right now. Have Seattle at Seattle next week. Yeah, they they could easily fall the playoff hunt right there. Just yeah. next week, just fall out of it. Uh, so Minnesota is the team that looked hot and then not, mm-hmm. and they're not at the moment. No, if you want to do some rhyming there, but yeah, uh, <laughs> the, yeah, that's uh, they're not, they're not, they're nothing right now. They're they're they've been out close the last couple games. Mm. Uh, just oh man, they're they're looking terrible. Yes, they beat a Green Bay team, but Green Bay has so much dysfunction that, ain't, like, even Arizona beat them. Yeah. Uh, I'm just. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of weird because you've got a good yeah. head coach. Yeah. You've got a good head coach. You know, you've got a good quarterback. You you've got a superstars on defense. You've yeah. got superstar skill players, and it just seems like you're like they're just not executing. Yeah. Um, I don't know who who was their OC last year. Oh, Pat Shermer. Pat Shermer. He left. He's a good OC. Like I'm not a fan of him as a head coach. I haven't been this year. I haven't think he, I don't think he's done a great job. But as an OC, he was great last year, yeah. and we've seen that kind of be the story for the Eagles. Frank Reich left. Granted, I think Frank Reich's done a better job, but yeah, he left the Eagles. The Eagles have been on a downward trend. They they've still got a chance to make the playoffs, of course, because the NFC uh, yeah. NFC East is not great. But they've been on a downward trend too, just like the Vikings. You lose your offensive guy. You lose that chemistry, that magic. See, you just kind of see the trend of what happens. Yeah, and the, John DeFlepio is a good OC, but I don't know if he's great. Yeah. Yeah, he's a good quarterback coach, I'll say that, but he's just not a... I haven't been impressed with him this yeah, year. Yeah, I haven't been impressed with him at all either. He's had moments in games where, like, this is what I want to see, but then he's had, like, what are you doing here? Yeah. it's. Uh, I think he still needs time to develop. He could become a really good head coach because he's, not, he's, not, he's been on the head coaching market for the past couple seasons. Mm-hmm. Can he develop more as an OC? Yeah, we'll see. We'll see if that turns out. Like when we go down the stretch here, all right. So we'll go to the Sunday night game, which is the Chargers at Pitt. I'll let you talk about a little bit more about this game. I didn't get to see much of it, unfortunately. Uh, um, yeah. But I, uh, the Chargers, they they it's weird. It it shows what they've been the past four years. Is what they've been like. First half of the year, first half of the game, it's terrible, <laughs> terrible. Mm. And then second half, they pick it up, they pick it up, and then they start winning. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just it sums up what the Chargers have been like the past four years and through Anthony Lynn's tenure. He's uh, a good coach, though. I like yeah, him. Yeah, I like him a lot, too. I like Anthony Lynn a lot. Him and Bill O'Brien are going to be the coach of the year. It's going to be one of them. They could be co-coach of the year. But the uh, Chargers won this game because Phillip Rivers – is determined. It's, it seems the way that he's determined. Uh, maybe if you want to say he willed the ball to Keenan Allen when he got tipped up in the air and he caught the touchdown pass. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's determined at the moment. The Chargers are the more determined team to make it. Joe Bosa's back. Yeah. Um, and they're a dangerous, dangerous and also, team. Pitt is not disciplined enough. We've seen it. That they weren't disciplined. Always a story. They are not disciplined enough. Three offside penalties. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, the third one, you still off sides and you just miss the blocks. That's oh, it. and then obviously earlier yeah. in the game, there, there there was the false start. 
that the Chargers ended up getting a touchdown off of, which is yeah. inexcusable. You should miss a call. It was it was bad. I was a he was, he, was he was a good two seconds like already past that and before the ball even was snapped. Yeah, and and they uh, missed that. Uh, man, I don't think it would make a difference on the play because how quick the play was going went. Mm. He he kind of went to his uh, first degree and he just threw it up. Uh, yeah, I don't think it would make a difference <laughs> on the play, but yeah, you can't miss that call. No, uh, uh, that, I mean you can't. Yeah, not you in can't. those type of games. And. Uh, Pitt, man, just they're so undis- undisciplined. <laughs> it's what it is, and it's almost frustrating to watch. Chargers are a determined team, and I told you before about Justin Jackson. He reminds me of Frank Gore. He can catch. He can run. He's top ten in rushing in FBS history. Mm. Uh, I didn't know that, but okay. yeah, he mm. played at Northwestern last year. I liked him a lot. He went undrafted, I think, or seventh round, sixth round. Something like that. Yeah, I think uh, so. I think seventh or something. He's a really good running back. And he showed it too. Uh, I think he's going to take Austin Eckler's spot in the next couple of years. Uh, but they don't need Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon at the moment, they really don't. Melvin, okay, Melvin Gordon's a special running back though. Like you get him back yeah. in there, that the offense su- elevates even more. They so. can survive a couple more games without him. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm not saying they uh, can't survive with him, but you get in the playoff mode. But now I'll, you got a two-headed monster, three-headed I, monster. I really like Justin Jackson. I love what I see out of him at Northwestern last year, and I love what I've seen in the past two games out of him this year. Mm-hmm. And he's looking really good, and he's looking like a really good role player running back. Potentially, could be a spot starter at times. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's looking really good. I like him. Oh. Yeah, uh, Chargers are a dangerous team. Yeah, everyone keep an eye out for them. Yeah, a lot of weapons. Man, they get they really could make a Super Bowl push. Joe Bosa being back, like you said, they're just a determined football yeah. team. They want to win. Mm-hmm. Um, they're tired of the whole the old narrative of the Chargers. You know, oh they. They suck at the beginning, and they fight back hard at the end. Like they're they tired barely of barely miss out. Yeah, so they're tired of that. They want to secure their spot in the playoffs, and really make a run for a Super Bowl championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll go to Monday night. We'll touch up on it a little bit. I feel sorry for Colt I said it earlier, <laughs> but I feel so sorry for him. Yeah. Man. National championship dislocates his shoulder on a weird play. Uh, and then every time he gets his chance, man, he Brown just starting quarterback destroyed like, by James Harrison. I want to say, I want to say it was he got a concussion. <laughs> like, uh, but it's Mark Sanchez just thrust into action. Is was his first week there? First, second, 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 first, second, whatever. Something. Uh, he made some weirdly good throws. He's not it's bad. Weird. He's got talent. Yeah, he just never really all put it all together. Yeah, and Philly was. It showed the Philly was a more healthy team. Adrian Peterson still Adrian Peterson. Uh, still haven't got a chance to see that. I, I missed that play, but I still haven't got a chance to see the uh, ninety yard run because I was saying for finals and stuff. I missed it. I missed it. I missed it. I missed the ninety yard run. I still haven't seen it yet. I got to watch it. But uh, Adrian Peterson still Adrian Peterson, and, and the Eagles still have a chance to make the playoffs though. So does Washington. They're not out. Yeah. Washington has a chance, but I think, I don't think they are. Though. They're kind of done right now. Yeah. Um, Injuries. With the quarterback situation, yeah, it just yeah. it's happened the last couple of years. Injuries have just really hampered them as a team. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're a team that's interesting in the future because you're like, okay, they're starting to get solid pieces. Um, Darius Guys will come back next year. Can they draft a receiver? Can they sign a receiver that's going to help them in the passing game? Mm-hmm. Can they draft a QB? Can Alex Smith come back and play better? They're an interesting team to keep an eye out for next year. But this yeah. year, the Eagles, man, they're they they're, they the could be card. if they can get in the wild card. And like catch fire, Carson Wentz is still one of the better best quarterbacks in football. Yeah, I'm sorry, I don't care what you think. I know he's the Eagles as a team have had a down year, but 
but still one of the best in football. Yeah, he's played really good. He has. And when they can get a running game going and Josh Adams is in there and they've got their offense is clicking, Golden Tate is finally starting to get some uh, get some passes his way and starting wow. to get his stuff going. Letting Golden Tate play like Golden Tate. Letting him use the whole route tree. Yeah. And it showed in this game. Uh, Zach Ertz yeah. playing. I mean, maybe having the best season for a tight end this year. Maybe the best tight end in the league this season. Uh, yeah, has And they've the, got the defense players to do it. He has the most receptions in Philadelphia history in a season. Wow. 92 receptions. Already? It was like in the first half when he got it. He has 92 receptions already? He has more than that. It was in the first half. I saw the stat. That's ridiculous. Yeah. As a tight end, that's insane. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, seriously, it's like they have a legit shot. And if they can yeah. get into the playoffs, they won a Super Bowl last year. You get into the playoffs against a team like the Bears, um, a team like, I don't know, the Rams who are still inexperienced, a team like the Saints who lost last year, a team like the Cowboys, If the, let's say the Cowboys and the Eagles both get in, or the Seahawks. They've got that experience of, like, we won the championship. We know what it takes. We get in the playoffs, we could beat some of these teams that don't necessarily know how to do um, to win these moments. Yeah. Uh, so they're definitely a dangerous team. I don't know if they're going to make it. Uh, they've got a hard schedule coming up outside of the Redskins again. Yeah. But it'll be it'll be a nice little uh, showdown. kind of Kind of a race towards the finish. Yeah. And they played this week, so mm-hmm. it's going to be fun to watch. Uh so we'll go to are we doing our players of the week? Yeah, players of the week and power rankings. Uh, I'll go first. All right, once I get it up here, I'll let you go first. I'm trying to get it up. All here. right, my offensive player of the week is Philip Lindsay. Uh, 19 carries, 157 yards, two touchdowns, 8.3 yards per carry. Dude is just. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's been amazing this year. It's been Saquon Barkley, 1A, 1B. It's been Philip Lindsay. The dude undrafted. He's just a special player. Yeah. The reason they're six and six and have a chance. Yeah, uh, mine's Tariq Cohen. Okay. Had uh, yeah. eight yards of carry. Uh, I say eight yards. Of carry. All right, the eight carries, thirty yards rushing. Uh, twelve <laughs> yards or twelve. Re- to- uh, I can't speak today. Twelve <laughs> yeah. receptions, one hundred fifty-six yards, and he threw the game-tying touchdown pass. One completion. Uh, one one attempt, one completion, one yard, and one touchdown. Uh. Yeah, he's a special player. He's a very special. He's the only reason the Bears were still in that game. Yeah, and that we should get destroyed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he was the only reason the Bears were in that game. Yeah. Uh, and then my defensive players of the week okay. kind of cheated on here, but the whole Dallas defense, oh the gosh. way they play, <laughs> the way you can't just give it to a single person on that team. The way they play, yeah. they shut down the best offense in the league at yeah. the time. All right. And they just play phenomenal. All right. Yeah. <laughs> What's your other guy? But, Who's your other guy? No, was it? Oh, that was it. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, yeah. I didn't think you would actually do an entire defense because I did the exact same thing. Oh, you did? I did. I did the whole Jaguars defense. Colts have been on fire, man. One sack in the last five games. Jaguars get three yeah. in this game. They pick off Andrew Luck. They showed out Andrew Luck for the first time in his entire career. Um, slow down. Maybe the hottest offense in the league as of the last five weeks. Yeah. Um. Just that was a special performance from that Jaguars defense. Mm-hmm. And then I got to give it to Bobby Wagner. Yeah, he, uh, he might be my favorite linebacker in the league outside of you know my own Darius Leonard on the Colts. Mm-hmm. Bobby Wagner is the best middle linebacker in the entire football league. Yeah, he had twelve tackles, a sack, tackle for loss, uh, two pass deflections, a pick six, and a fumble recovery. Uh, dude is just a special player. Yeah, we like, treated both of them. We kind of yeah. both. Yeah, whatever. But you can't, you can't you can't deny uh, great great weeks. Yeah. yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, it's when. Yeah, you know when a whole defense has that great of a week. I mean, the Cowboys are another yeah. defense. You know, I thought about, but yeah, Bobby Wagner, special player, man. Yeah. Please don't forget about him, y'all. He's yeah. he's I, great, best linebacker in the league, in my yeah. opinion. 
Definitely. And he should be, in my opinion, uh, a candidate for Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah. Seahawks 7-5, and five, they don't have that type of defensive leadership without him. Yeah. And uh, we'll go to power rankings real quick. My number five is Houston. Number four is the Chargers. Number three is Kansas City. Number two is the Rams. And number one is New England. All right. My top five are Houston at five. New Orleans at four, slipped all the way down to four from yeah. one. Kansas City at three, New England at two, Rams at one. Yeah. So uh, that re- uh, that ends our recap of week 13. Players of the week, our uh, top five teams, y'all. Thank you guys for listening. Hope yeah. you guys enjoyed. We'll be back tomorrow with our predictions for week 14. Till then, y'all. Peace. See ya.